0: check 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 one two check one two Miami on the rocks casey chops make sure you follow us on instagram at mia on the rocks follow us on youtube hit that subscribe button today's guest got the homie desi does it in here how are you
1: i'm good thank You're you good? how you been i've been really good busy but hmm. all good things
0: i've known you for a long time you've been i feel like you've done so many different things like yeah. you know like whoa you i mean do we say influencer like is that I, how do you feel about that word
1: I don't have any problems with it. It's mm-hmm. if you got a problem with it, that's not you. Yeah. That's not on my. <laughs> so
0: you're, you're influencing things. Yeah. What? So what? Um. Because you know, back when I met you, you were doing you were doing some events, right? And then you have kind of like dabbled I've done, in everything.
1: I've done a little bit of everything. When I moved to Miami, it was 2010, mm-hmm. and a lot of people think I was here a lot longer. But I used to live in Orlando before mm-hmm. that was in New York. But when I was in Orlando, my dad lived here in Miramar, so I would mm-hmm. come down often so that's why a lot of people think i'm from miami
0: and you worked at play right back in the day you worked at the club
1: where i met you was club 90 degree wow with good life miami like that's how long ago so holy i moved to miami to go to college really for a guy who was living here it didn't work out like two weeks going here Mm -hmm. and so i lived in miami i didn't know anybody and so i went on twitter and i started typing like miami clubs and i was like i should be a promoter you know let yeah. me let me just try to make some friends yeah. and then that's when i came across good life miami i ended up mm. meeting some of them and they're like sure we can have you promote at club 90 degree i'm like great don't know anything about yeah, promoting.
0: what was that like when you pulled up to that shit because yo 90 degrees bro for the people that don't know like that block that block where space is at like that Very shit sketchy. was like yeah bro what was
1: the place next to it nocturnal nocturnal that was
0: the first club i ever dj yeah. at then you had space and i was just like I started my Ratchet career. That's why I started my Ratchet. You and know.
1: like, thank God I came across good people because the mm-hmm. first time that I went to go meet with the Good Life Miami team at that time, it was like in one of those warehouses in like Doral Hylia. Oh, yeah. They were like, yeah, come to our office. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. you yeah, know? Like. Um, But yeah, from there, then I started promoting at Dream and then. Mm-hmm on Fridays or something like that and then that's when I started getting the job at play on Fridays so that was
0: like the golden era of like Miami
1: I tell every because a lot of people still don't know about play or obviously don't know from it but I was like that was live on Sunday let's play on Fridays yeah that
0: was yeah that was crazy um yeah I had simply Jess in here and she was going over all those stories like on the beach and just how everything kind of changed now like you know everything's different
1: yeah but for um, some people it's the same some people you still see them doing the same same thing which is crazy
0: yeah how do you um how are you feeling about the city because you've been here 10 years already so how do you Mm -hmm. feel about the evolution of you know what it's become like just because you know i i I, we we follow each other on twitter and you know i see your you you know we talked about the the housing market right now and Mm -hmm. they raised the rent on you and shit and yeah out of towners are moving in
1: I have mixed feeling about it. Mixed feelings about it because a lot of the out of towners <laughs> are my friends. Oh shit! Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. so like I know a lot of people from New York that have moved down here, especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have mixed feelings about it. I'm glad that people are able to take that upon themselves and move somewhere that can help better and more improve Mm -hmm. their life. I just think that we need to hold our government responsible to make sure that the people who have been here and are from here are supported.
0: What do we do? Like a New York thing? Like a rent control thing? Like how my my boy has it in Williamsburg? Like he lives, like the people next to him pay pay like 5,000 a month and he still pays like 2,000 a month because his mom's been there for like 30 years.
1: Yeah. It could be rent control. I mean- There's so many things that I feel like the city could be doing even when it comes to a lot of tech companies flocking and coming to Miami, which again, I'm kind of biased because I also work in tech. So I'm glad to see that the community is growing here, but then it's not growing for our community. I'm again, I'm,
0: you know what's crazy is that I was kind of for that and I was actually yeah. just listening to a podcast um, about a bunch of DJs from San Francisco, the Bay Area, mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, talk about how the tech scene completely destroyed the culture over there and it doesn't even, like Bay Area culture doesn't even exist anymore. So now I'm like, damn, bro, if these guys come over here and just like, mm-hmm. you know, like water down the culture, like,
1: yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, Miami is going to become the new tech hub. But it's just the people from there that are coming here. It's not like... Tech opportunities are being given to the people from Miami. Right. It's exactly. just like being brought over. It's like from that, just the else.
0: city of Miami, like that small, like yeah. Midtown, downtown, South Beach, Brickell area. Yeah. It's not like Hialeah. Like and most
1: of the people who work in tech work, work remotely, anyways. So it's like, why do you need to come to Miami? Just stay where another you're at. Thing. Like,
0: like they're, they're allowed, like like working remotely from the laptop is like getting normalized. So now yeah. all the New Yorkers are like, yo, let me just do it by the pool in Miami, yeah. and like you know.
1: So. Say that to say that that's kind of where I've been. I've been from the club side, from like not knowing anyone in Miami to now I've been here for 10 years and it's been
0: a a had like an I was like, yo, I've I've just been so tired of like all the fear mongering like on social media, but I just, I thought to myself, I'm like, bro, when a hurricane comes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it seem like it's the apocalypse, bro. I'm about (laughs) to Like for the
1: first time, we got to take it serious. Yeah. Like now I'm like, you know what?
0: what? I'm going (laughs) to have to fear monger for my interests now. Like, yo, I'm going to make it seem like I'm going to start sharing videos of Brickle, like underwater, how it was like three years ago and-
1: I mean, some it, folks are going to be in for a rude awakening because they're not right? used to any of that. Or
0: summer. Like, I hope the summer's just hot as shit this year. And, you know, like. Yeah. But um, it's so funny. Like, I, I go on your social media, and I've told you this before. I'm like, bro, Des, you have a voice for, like, media for like radio for voiceovers for whatever um you have like a soft spoken like calming voice you need to like do have has am i the only one who's told you that you're
1: not the only one that told me that and funny enough i come from a line of djs and people in music so Mm -hmm. my grandfather was on radio in el salvador my dad was a dj and when i moved to miami that was one of the things that i thought i wanted to do and not to put blame on anyone because you know Things happen, but I met a guy that had worked in radio and I was like fresh 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And I won't say that I was like super stupid, but you know, like at that age, Mm -hmm. you're a little naive Mm -hmm. and he's like, yeah, like let's link. We'll talk about whatever. And I won't say that he took advantage of me because I like brought myself there and I was like willing to participate. And I was like, oh yeah, I like him. He's fun. But now I look back, I was like, I was fresh 18 and he must have been like mid 30, mm-hmm. you know, in my head. Now I look back, I'm like, you're gross. Yeah. And I think that looking back at that experience, it was just like, I feel like if anything, you can, you can see that across multiple industries, mm-hmm. but if anything, you're going to see that a lot in the music industry and a lot in the radio industry, whether it's just Men trying to take advantage of women, mm-hmm. and I was also a singer at the time. Not mm-hmm. a singer, I can I can sing still. Right, like right, my right. voice hasn't changed, but I think being in similar situations where you're going to a studio and you're like, mm, I can tell that things this are gonna guys be... trying to like
0: sell you a dream exactly. for like yeah, and
1: you're I... creepy
0: producers. You stop doing that exactly. shit, bro. And
1: sometimes I, I think like damn, like where could my life have taken me had I not been scared or like easily put off by right. the energy of the men in the situation. Right. And I think that's when I, since that was awesome. Does that come
0: from something or no?
1: I don't think it it comes from something. I think it's just. I remember I was a new girl in Miami. Like I didn't right. know anybody right. besides the guy who I had moved right, here for. Right. We didn't end up working out. So um, that's when I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna focus on my school and focus on marketing and mm-hmm. focus on things like that. So I kind of gave up my dreams of being involved in bro, music. Bro, you should make like radio. a little
0: demo tape. I'll help you, bro. Like yeah. I could see you could do everything, anything from like reading audiobooks to like bro that'll like calm the shit you know or just yeah. like you know like give you like a script to read we need to find you like an and send it to like car commercials or something like yeah. Yeah, like just like put your voice over like a waterfall bro and i'll just like <laughs> be like like you i've know? been
1: thinking about doing that especially social media like tiktok taking off you know how a lot of people will use a similar sound mm-hmm. so like you'll hear the same sound on multiple different mm-hmm. videos i'm like damn i should just start writing some scripts and reading these sounds mm-hmm. and then like everyone around the world starts using that sound yeah. for their videos.
0: And you've been narrating, I've been seeing your, your videos, you've been doing like the narrating vibe over mm-hmm. like your what, because you say you work in social media now, that's kind of what yeah. you're doing now. So talk about just, you know, what that entails right now.
1: Yeah, so working in social media, you basically have to figure out how to do the same thing a million different ways, because mm-hmm. if not, your audience is going to get bored. And I think that if I wanted to stay consistent with creating content on social media, I had to take my face out of it in certain occasions because realistically, I'm not doing my hair every day and I'm not doing my makeup every day. Mm. Like, yeah. So the, the days that I do do that, I'll film content and maybe I'll knock out five videos that same gotcha. day. But then when it came to the voiceovers, I was like, okay, I could go to a restaurant and be in the moment still, enjoy mm-hmm. dinner with my friends, take you know videos of the restaurant and the food that I'm eating, and then later just do a voiceover. Later
0: produce it up and do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: mm. that was a big fear that I had is working in social media i didn't want to lose being in the moment when i'm with people that i enjoy Mm. you know and so i feel like the voiceover was just a a really smart move because i'm like i don't have to look good it's just be whatever i want and do it later on
0: beauty of like radio and shit but now everything is video so it's like damn now i gotta like you know but i mean you say you work in social media right yeah so what do you do exactly like
1: yeah, so I'm a senior social media manager for a t- tech company. And basically, we make software. It's like an internal Facebook system for your employees. Mm. And essentially, the thought process behind it is many companies will pay an influencer or mm. they'll pay for Facebook ads mm-hmm. before they tap into their own employees to make content. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you did a sponsored post, maybe it doesn't do that well, but maybe you have a thousand employees. Each one of those employees are probably connected to 500 to 1,000 people Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So why don't you just give your employees that content? They share it to their network and it's probably gonna perform better than a sponsored post. Mm. It's all about making your employee the influencer. So with that being said, I promote their product on social media and I do everything from creating TikToks, creating videos, which is crazy to think that that's a whole career. But yeah, managing their LinkedIn. You juggle Twitter. all the
0: social media. Like it's such a LinkedIn. mission for me. I hate that shit, bro. Yeah. I want to pay someone to do it for me because, like, Instagram. T- I don't have a. T- I have a TikTok, but I don't use it. I need to use it. Just yeah. it's too much. Like Twitter. You know, like.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I focus on LinkedIn, Twitter, LinkedIn. a little bit of YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Why LinkedIn? Because like, they're a B two B company, so they they promote to other businesses, and that's where the majority. Oh, of so those that's businesses like uh, a. Yeah. Got you. But what's interesting enough is. I'll create a TikTok video and maybe we don't have a lot of followers on TikTok so it doesn't mm-hmm. do that well. Mm-hmm. I post that same video on LinkedIn and it performs really well because there's still people on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah I feel like that's <laughs> things like there's certain things that like will go because like my viral content on IG I'll try to bring it to Twitter it won't go viral or TikTok mm-hmm. it won't go viral and certain things that work on Twitter don't work on IG it's weird. Like, yeah it's like,
1: you yeah. Know? and no one is ever going to figure it out like the times where I think that I've got it all down and then I'll Mm -hmm. post something else and I'm like, this flopped, didn't work. Just got to like keep going.
0: What people tell me is that TikTok is what gets you the most organic. Like if you're a nobody, TikTok is where you have the chance to go viral. Like, you know. And
1: And it it has to do with a lot of things. It has to do with the sounds that people use. So for example, if you put a song on TikTok Mm -hmm. and you make a video from it, I can see the sound, and I can click on that sound, and I can see all the videos that use right, that sound. Right. So you have a higher chance, I feel like, of going viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But I also low key feel that that's that platform's like strategy right now. Like they want you to feel that like serotonin of oh this post is doing really good. So I feel like, I don't know. I have a conspiracy theory that like TikTok just wants you to do well. So like they're just giving you these views, man, because it's yeah, crazy over there.
0: That. Yeah, I'm. I'm t- yo, my screen time is embarrassing. I, on try, TikTok. I try
1: to set like the. I do, the but limits. I don't. That, I, I'm I don't always do like shit. Yeah, Nah, I'm
0: good. Like they're like, yo, you're a crackhead. Get off this shit. I'm like, nah, I'm yeah. good. Like and it sucks because I work a lot. I do a lot of work on IG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I get caught in the scrolling. You know, and I'm mm. like, damn, bro. Like I wish I could just separate. Find a way to just yeah. like not scroll and just put my main timeline somewhere else and just I don't know, bro. It's. Yeah.
1: I tried to like set not just times of when I want to pause but like intentional. I had t- I had taken one like social media break between jobs and I was like okay, I'm for real like not going on social media. And every time I wanted to pick up my phone, I had to ask myself, "What are you expecting to see?" So like if I want to pick up my phone to check my email, I'm checking my. Email. So everything is
0: with a purpose.
1: Exactly. Mm. So if you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, what are you? What do you want to see? Do you want to see one person? Do you want to look at outfits? Do you want to look at inspiring content to you know get inspired for your own? Yeah, podcast? but see, you're
0: not a man too. Because it then it's like, <laughs> oh shit, ass, fuck, <laughs> ah, fuck. Like you know what yeah. I mean? I need them to make an uh, an app that like can like like scan butt cheeks and take <laughs> it off. Like I want a butt cheek blocker, bro. Take it off. Like I'm on some shit where I'm. Any girl that got their butt cheeks, whether it's a bathing suit, whatever, I'm unfollowing you. That's you what can, I've been doing. You like,
1: you make that. You could develop that app.
0: Hey, you're in tech. Talk to your peoples, bro. The butt cheek blocker. <laughs> the butt cheek blocker. Yo, because you girls, you know what you're doing. Like, you're playing with men's, like men's fucking, like dopamine system and shit. Just it's, the way the tech companies it's are. The like.
1: Algorithms, you know. Like, I could post a picture of me in a bikini, and immediately it just does well. It doesn't what matter. What is like
0: that for women? Like that, like what, like makeup? Like y'all oh, see Sephora. You're like, oh shit. Like what yeah. is like.
1: To be honest, it could be other beautiful women just as well. Like I know for me, I'll be like, "Damn, this girl looks beautiful. Like I don't look like yeah. that." And it's like you, you go into that internal battle of just still being sucked into it.
0: Bro, I'm on Actually. that sh- I like I I think I'm on and I try to justify it because like my laptop is basically my phone too Mm -hmm. so i do all my work on my phone but it's like i'm on my phone like a third of the day bro a third of my day i'm sleep a third of my day i'm on my phone and a third of my day i'm looking into the world i mean
1: i try to justify it too i'm like oh it's for my job like i'm trying to get inspired and find ideas and then after a while i'm just like what are you doing and you can feel it like you feel your soul being sucked out a little bit when you're just like this has been and
0: i'm wondering if it's starting to like affect my vision because i'm noticing my vision getting worse i'm like damn i'm gonna need glasses soon and i because remember when we were growing up it was like bro why are you so close to the tv like yo get you know what i mean now it's like we put that shit in our face now they're making goggles where there's gonna be screens like this cannot be good for your vision you know what i mean like
1: i actually i had lasik before and so i have 20 20 vision my vision's great but my eyes are dry as hell because i'm just always on the damn phone on or like i'll be I'll have triple screens, I'll be in front of the TV and I'll have my laptop in front of me, and I'll be on my phone. like, why do I need three screens? Yeah why, what am I that, doing? That's
0: crazy. I mean, I, I, I need to like, I know you could do the, the, the screen share, but I need to be able to look at my phone on a big screen further away from me. Like, you know, get my addiction off that way instead of like having this shit, I mean like this for eight hours, like this, like, yeah, it can't be good for you. You know?
1: I think at least one of the benefits of being a social media manager is that I do get to kind of set that time. So I Mm -hmm. know, you know, at nine o'clock I'm logging on, I'm doing this, I'm organizing, I'm posting content. Normally I feel like the posting times are increasing like getting earlier now like content performing better if you post it
0: do you so you have it like 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 system like a system like
1: yeah i have a whole content calendar both for personal and for work where i'll have it organized by status so i'll jot down all of my ideas i'll have the things that i need to shoot and the things that i need to edit because i like to bulk create content like I said before, like right. I'll record five videos Put it on day. the
0: vault and then like roll it out. Exactly,
1: because you're going to have those days where you don't feel like recording. So then I can have my batch of content that I need to edit or mm-hmm. that I need to write captions for. And, and
0: then with women, like you all have to like get done up and shit too. So to do that every day is like OD. Exactly. You know, I so
1: I would pick, I would rather pick like one day a week to do, to do so, that.
0: So what are the time like what do you see, what trends do you see as far as like when to post and yeah. like what's working the best right now? And you said it's getting earlier, like.
1: For my audience, at least. So it really all depends on the audience that you have. And if you are using, for example, Instagram and in your analytics, you can see when your your audience is most active. Mm-hmm. The key is not to post when they're most active, but to post right before. So okay. if you have a spike at 12 o'clock, you want to maybe do a post at 11. So that way, when your audience is active, they have a better chance to see your post. And that time can change just based off of the followers you have, where they're mm-hmm. from, et cetera.
0: As far as like day of the week does that matter? Do you see that like like is it better not to post on the weekend? Like
1: No, I don't I don't think it matters. Like when I look through my days, they all seem to be pretty mm-hmm. consistent. I've been on like a hyper focus since this year started where I've been posting like 6 days a week what? and even as like a manager. I mean, I yeah, I do that for work, but for personal I never used to do that. It was like mm-hmm. I was like 2 days a week, 3 days a week just cuz right. I was like same I mean, how do you feel low. about
0: like the free, like your frequency in posting? Like how should one do that? Is it
1: I think it depends. So many things go into to account. I'm doing that frequency right now because I really want to set my Reels game up. Obviously, TikTok is huge. Reels is only gonna be prioritized when it right. comes to Instagram and that video content. So I wanna keep churning out that content just to see what my audience likes. Mm-hmm. That I also feel like anyone who has a platform in a sense, you ha- you serve your audience. Mm-hmm. For me, I never wanted to be an influencer that was just a pretty face that only posted content about myself. Mm-hmm. I want to post content that you could even learn from. That mm-hmm. you're like, oh, Desi mentioned this about creating content. Let me save this. Like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't always have to be that serious. Every now and then I could post a hot photo or right. whatever. You know, like it doesn't always have to serve your audience, but I feel that. I make the best content when it's purposeful and it's serving someone else. Got you. So that's why I've been making a lot more reels and trying to figure out what does my audience gravitate towards? Because like sometimes I'll post hair videos thinking I have a bunch of girls who follow me. Mm. And then I'm like, no, they actually like when I post more social media related content. And that has changed over time.
0: Got you. Yeah, I've always been like, I've always been conflicted because I like my Instagram to kind of look like my business card. Mm-hmm. So like... If I have something, I don't know, let's say I interview J. Cole, and that's like like four rows down on my Instagram timeline, I'm like, damn, I want that to live at the top still. Yeah. It's almost like I wish you could pin posts to the top. Like they you should can, do that shit. You,
1: could, you can do that on TikTok, so I wouldn't be surprised oh, okay. if we see that soon. Huh?
0: Okay, yeah, so then I'm like, damn, but then when Reels came out and they made it a different tab, I'm like, okay, I like that I could post a reel and then take it off my main mm-hmm. and it'll still be on the Reels tab, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm like, maybe I'll do Reels with a high frequency mm-hmm. and keep my posts on my main feed at a low frequency. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm trying and to I like...
1: feel like people don't really utilize Instagram highlights anymore, like the story highlights. Right. I see that everyone has them, but I don't feel that people maintain them. So for example, that article or the interview you have with J. Cole, if mm-hmm. anything, which I love J. Cole, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, you could always make that a little highlight and that could be one of the first things that people see on your page. Well, I
0: did and I did something and no DJ has copied me yet, which I think is dope, is I took all my drops that I got from when I worked on radio, like, yo, what's up, is J. Cole, you're listening to Casey, each other, and I made each... So I almost made like my highlights like a soundboard and it has nice. a picture of each artist where it's like, oh, so it up as two chains and you click, you know what I'm saying? But I've had that for like five years. The same thing hasn't changed, you know? Yeah. But I'm, I've been thinking like, damn, maybe I should switch it up and maybe just put all the drops on one thing and then like utilize my highlights in a different way. Yeah. But
1: And that's the thing with social media, you can always repurpose content. Like for example, if you have a full video and I'm sure you know this too, you have a full mm. video of something that you put on YouTube, that could be five different posts. Granted, you're right. you're doing different guests and you're having a high frequency of of people come in, but in the event that you don't get a guest that you get to interview or a new episode that gets to go out, you have tons of content that you could still chop up and, and share true. on social.
0: That's a whole other job in itself. I'm looking for an assistant right now yeah. to go through all that, all my old podcasts and make clips from it and yeah. do like a,
1: but yeah. Funny enough, I got a lot of people who want to hire me to do their social media. Um, and then like when I go into like everything that it really includes, they're like, maybe I can't afford that, you know, like, the, the time that it actually takes, and yeah. everyone knows that it takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. but they just think, like, oh, I could just pay someone 100 bucks a week, and I'm like, mm, this mm. is,
0: yeah. for, if like, it, a
1: full-time, this is a 6 month. Yeah, I mean, right how, here. like, what,
0: I was gonna ask you, <laughs> damn, I mean, we don't have to go over, like, prices and numbers, yeah. but, like, how, like, if I wanted to pay someone to do my social media, how many hours a week do you think that job would entail for them?
1: That what I always say is it depends are you giving me the content or do I need to create it
0: No 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 I'm I'm I'm
1: yeah I'm giving you the content Okay so for example I had a, a customer reach out to me and they're like we have nothing like we want you to make the TikToks we want you mm. to make that's a whole other yeah, yeah, like now whole, I got to yeah, do the time but if you're giving me the edited clips of this podcast mm-hmm. maybe I need to chop it up and like mm-hmm. make little things it you could probably
0: and you would handle, and it would. You could find someone to do this for all your social medias, right? You give them the TikTok, you give them the IG, you give them the Twitter, and you just yeah. give them the content, and they'll purpose it everywhere. And I don't know, maybe engage with the audience here. Yeah.
1: The good news is that there are a lot of scheduling tools that you can use for auto, like auto posting your mm. things. It's not working, or I don't even think it's implemented yet for, like, Instagram Reels, where you can schedule a Reels. That's more mm-hmm. for just, like, actual posts and Twitter posts you can, you can schedule. So, yeah, it really just depends on do you need me to create the content for you or am I grabbing mm-hmm. the content already and you want me to get your captions and schedule and maybe engage with people every now and then.
0: Got you. So. Got you, okay,
1: Social media—it's—it's an exchange. It's not just you posting, posting, posting. You're also going to perform better when you're commenting on other people's stuff, and you're you're liking, and you're sharing their stuff.
0: So you believe in like, like responding to every single comment.
1: Um, I respond to comments the first thirty minutes that a post has gone live. Okay. Because what essentially happens, specifically on Instagram, is you share a post. And depending on the engagements that happen to that post determines that to get opened up to a wider audience. Right. So you respond to your comments right away. It's engaging. It's going to, boom, open it up to more people.
0: Right. My boy was telling me that you kind of want to have, like, more comments than, like, the minutes that your post has been up. Mm -hmm. So, like, if your post has been up for five minutes, try to have more than five comments and try to, like...
1: I try. And it also depends on the quality of the comments. Like, people that just put hard eyes, like, that's not really going to...
0: Does IG know anything. the difference between that? Like it does.
1: Because if someone types a longer comment, they're spending more time on your post, which tells Instagram that this post what? is valuable. Yeah. That's why, That's I don't know if you saw a trend where a lot of people started doing super long comments. It's because they wanted, or sorry, not comments, super long captions. Oh. Because they wanted that person to spend more time on their post. The more time spent on your post... The more people it gets you. opened up to, it's a whole mind fuck.
0: Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> so, it's 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 so ridiculous. I mean, we're gonna be living in the metaverse anyway. Soon, yeah. I'm about to get a Chris. Someone just paid four hundred thousand dollars to live next to Snoop Dogg in the metaverse. Ridiculous. I'm about to get a metaverse girlfriend. Like, I'm about to be. I'm over all. Yo, I'm over all. The reality is about to be finished soon. Like these new kids, like. All their formative experiences are happening mm-hmm. online. They're meeting their first girl online. They're going to school online. They're playing video games. They're going out Friday night online. Everything isn't, I'm about to make open a club in the metaverse, <laughs> DJ in the metaverse. Like I'm,
1: The only thing that I don't get is like, why would I spend money on something in the metaverse instead of in real life? Like, why would I spend money on a meta Birkin if I could just spend that money on a Birkin in real life? Because
0: what if everyone <laughs> just cares about... The metaverse. What if everyone's going out in the metaverse? That's what I'm saying. Your NFTs are going to so like, be like your outfits, am like Am I going to go to
1: dinner and nobody's going to be there because they're too busy in the metaverse? And nobody's going to see my outfit in real
0: yeah, life? Yeah, because you got to go, go to dinner in the metaverse. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If everyone isn't... When you're the only thing real, you're the only thing fake. When you're the mm, only thing yeah. in real life, you're, you're going to be alone in the real world. Like, what do I do now? Like, you know, everyone's in the metaverse having fun and shit, you know? Like... What did I see? It was like a capture. What is it on shade room? I think there was like a, a story not that a leaked room. that some that some girl filed a police report because she got sexually molested in the metaverse. And I'm like, wait, how does that make sense? Did he like take out his metaverse dick? Like I don't understand like what happened. Like, God. bro, people I don't know, bro. I'm not ready for the Yeah, for that's the-
1: a whole my boyfriend works at Meta, funny enough. What? <laughs>
0: You got the inside scoop?
1: Not not really the inside scoop, but we just have these conversations all the time. And he's always trying to, like, not play devil's advocate, but he's always like, you know, everything's gonna shift and everything's yeah. gonna be meta. And I'm always like, but what about in real life? Like, why would I buy a pair of sneakers in the metaverse if I could just buy those sneakers in real life? He's like, but you don't understand. It's because gonna- <laughs>
0: the point of buying the sneakers, I mean, this sounds a little vain, but it's mm-hmm. true, right? The point of buying the sneakers is just so people could see them, right? Yeah. So if everyone's in the metaverse, You know, that's why these kids buy Fortnite skins, bro. Like everything is about.
1: um, I think I think my biggest beef with all of that is there's still going to be accessibility gaps. Like the poor people in real life are still not going to have the same access to things that rich people would in the metaverse. Right. Like eventually how they say, oh, in the metaverse, you can watch a game courtside. Uh huh. There's gonna come a time where there's gonna be a difference where that's only gonna that's be accessible crazy. to a certain group of people, and the people suffering in real life are still gonna suffer there. Yeah, they may not. They can't even get Noculus no. Maybe. But you no, but no, but
0: I don't know because, so we're living in a time where like maternal love is prioritized over paternal love. So mm-hmm. everything is about since it's very women feminist like. Um like it's, that's like our environment now that kids are growing up in 70 it's, colleges are 75% women right now 25% men so everything really is about is oh is about how you feel and your emotions yeah. so you go to the metaverse and say you're insecure about how you look you could literally just be someone else in the metaverse yeah. and you know what I mean like now, now it's all about how you feel because it's not about telling people the truth anymore it's all about your feelings now mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and
1: I also think my other beef with the metaverse is we talk about like AI and what's the word? It starts with a C. Crap, I can't remember it. C, C.
0: AI, C. artificial intelligence, C, what like not crypto. Not
1: crypto. Basically, how all the people who are engineering these things, they're probably all white men. Okay. So they're still gonna be like, Racism
0: in the metaverse? I
1: think there still will be. Like, not necessarily not necessarily in the metaverse, but like technology, for example, like police are using facial scanning technology that's recognizing a black person as a criminal when they're not, just because of the people who are actually engineering these products.
0: Yeah, but you could be whatever skin color you want to be in the metaverse. You don't even you can pick what you want to be in the metaverse. I can have a hairline in the metaverse, I'm hype. Yo, I have not had a hairline my whole life. Like, you gonna give me a hairline in the metaverse? Run it, like, it's and then just, that's
1: just a whole dudes that are five th- three
0: can be six three in the metaverse. Everyone could just be themselves be who they want to be in the metaverse. Yeah. I- that's crazy. I mean, so okay, so you say you got a boyfriend. So you're not out here having to be in this dating market because it's rough out here right now.
1: I bet the times that we have broken up and I went out and I was like, this is not for me. Yeah, I'm not liking.
0: This. You hear like from your homegirls and shit, like it's.
1: A lot of my homegirls have have settled down, but like the mm. ones that haven't, they're like it is terrible out here, and I believe it. It's tough. I believe it. I've had some bad dates when I was single. These
0: new young girls, bro, it's crazy. Like they're openly, yeah. a lot of them are openly like they're these new young. I don't know if you notice it, but like these new young girls, they don't even care about men anymore. Like they're not even because their pool of men is so like how I said like it's mostly women that are advancing in their careers mm-hmm. now, so it's like and these women that have careers who are they going to date there's a small pool of men that they could that these this large pool of women can date you know what i'm saying so it's it's tough like you know i don't i don't know i don't know how the dating pool is going to look
1: yeah, I'm glad that I'm not having to deal, to with, deal that, with that. But I know that times that I did, I was just like, what is going on? Like, yeah. you know, they say common sense isn't so common, but it's just nice. like little things where you're like, man, these people, these men are grown. and I still have to like tell you how to communicate, just, you know? Yeah. Well, they're
0: like I said, it's a, it's like an over feminized environment, so they're just being coddled and they're being, they're mm-hmm. fit, you know. Like I can't. Oh my god, I can't wait to have a son one day. I was watching my boy. Shout out to Freezy Flow Rider's manager. I follow him and it's crazy because I've watched him like basically raise his son on Instagram mm-hmm. from like since he was born all the way to now he's like 10 years old you know and That's he's so playing and, like
1: you feel like you're a part of that because you've been watching it <laughs>
0: yeah but i just love how like he's raising his son to be like a young man you know what i'm saying he's keeping him like in sports and keeping him around just like you know like and he's m- keeping him sharp in school and 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 you know the kid i, I don't know like he, he he just i don't know i can't wait to like raise a like a little warrior one day oh. like bro i can't <laughs> a little yeah no like that that's just you know like because it's just everything is so soft and like coddled right now that i don't know um shit so what else has been going on with you any any let's see you're not in the dating market you're out here you're tied down that's why sometimes
1: oh. when people talk to me like oh you're an influencer you must have so much to do i'm like i'd be boring like i work from home what do you do what do you do for fun I, for fun i like to go out to eat I Like to like listen to live music, you know, go out a We're, little bit. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. You do have a dope taste in music. What is? Yeah. What are you listening to right now?
1: What do I listen to? I think the the staple in my catalog is Selection. Every Sunday, do you listen to Selection Radio? No. On Apple Music. No. Um, they're basically a collective. But of there's the a artists. venue
0: that someone put me onto. That is it in Winwood. There's a um.
1: They performed at a venue in Winwood, but okay. they don't actually. Um, one of the, I guess, the creators of the co- collective of Selection, he did tweet that he was going to have a Miami residency potentially this year. And so- So it's
0: put me onto that because I'm not familiar. Yeah.
1: So Selection, they just do a lot of like R&B style, mm. hip hop. So it's a group. Fusion. It's not necessarily a group, but it's a, like a collection of, of DJs. So like Sango, Joe K. Okay. Um, god there's so many of them it's
0: a collection of djs that play at venues and their style is like r&b
1: yeah r&b hip-hop you can even hear like brazilian music in it you can hear just so many different styles of of music so they don't really
0: have a style it's just like yeah so what makes them so like what
1: it's like if you if you were in soundcloud era where you were like always discovering like new hip-hop sounds like dope r&b sounds from like Artists that maybe weren't super mainstream, more on like the indie side. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what. Okay. That,
0: okay. So you so. In, you listen with a progressive ear. It's interesting you say that because yeah. like when I DJ, the masses, right? Because you're definitely not the masses. You're yeah. a small group of people. But like the masses want to hear things that are familiar to them, mm-hmm. right? Same thing. It's the same approach you take. It's the same approach that radio takes when they play music on the radio because you're appealing to the masses. Yeah. And what happens is the the. I always say uh, DJing is kind of like you want to do two things. You want to entertain people and educate people. Mm -hmm. So people want to be entertained with familiarity. And then you could sprinkle in like those those things that are unfamiliar that, you know, because people really don't go to the club with the ear to like consume something something new and digest it. But you- That's that's what
1: Selection's audience is. So like during Art Basel or maybe sometime before- Joe Kay, which is one of the founders, um, he did a four-hour set at 1-800-LUCKY. Mm-hmm. And like you, that place was packed of people just being put on to new music. Like, oh, and you would take out your Shazam, and it's not being found because. Wow. And then later on, he'll release it on Apple Music and on SoundCloud, and be like, "Here's my four-hour set." And then you're like, "Wow!" Then you. And he'll
0: put the stuff. track list, like, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's nothing is on Apple Music. It's some like of it,
1: uh, some of it will be like eventually, but like there's some tracks that maybe they just mix individually. That they are do there on any
0: like own. like notable artists that you? Oh will, yeah, yeah, yeah like, they'll right. Do, like,
1: they'll do a ton of stuff. They'll do like Outkast, Lee. Yeah, they'll gotcha. do still a like bunch be, of ones. dope be
0: cuts from like yeah, exactly
1: back like the deep deep like wow. you're searching in crates to find this stuff. So that's that's the music that I gravitate towards that I listen to on a consistent basis at least. But mm-hmm. I love all music and to be honest, learning how to DJ has been on my um, mood board for what? like three years. I put now. you on. It's so easy. Yeah,
0: I put you on. It's, it's easy. I feel like I have day. the
1: knowledge of the music. I just need like the mechanical mm-hmm. aspect of it. But I feel like I would be a really good DJ.
0: The, yeah, that bro, I'll, I'll teach <laughs> you. I feel like if you're a female DJ, bro, it's like a cheat yeah. code. Yeah. Like, and then if you're like dope at the same time, like. Mm-hmm. But I always talk to my friends. Like, uh, you know, that's kind of like one of the um the topics um the common topics that DJs talk about now is just the cycle of music and just how everything is. New music isn't sticking. Like people aren't making good club music anymore. Yeah. Like high energy stuff. Like you know what I mean. So, nothing is really sticking anymore. Like it's that all disposable. It
1: hasn't happened. Like club, the peak of club music for me was like 2013 ish era. Like Meek Mill, I'm a boss. Like, right, 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 you know, like, right, the Dreams right, and right. nightmares. Like the right, bottle right. popping. I don't know if like, you know
0: Des. <laughs> you've been in the club, but they're still playing Dreams and Nightmares for the confetti song. I'm it sure, hasn't changed. I'm like sure I don't know if they you know. Still
1: are, but like that to me was like peak club. Mm-hmm. at least for my my age which i'm gonna be 30 this year mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't feel like those type of tunes are happening anymore so that's you're just why it's so good playing to the be same like old stuff
0: a, that's why the latin shit is lit because yeah. the Dembo shit is like high energy club and like yeah. the dominicans are killing it right now like they're the only ones really making good club music you know
1: yeah but i mean even when i was in college i was always the person on the ox cord, like playing mm-hmm. stuff at house parties and mm-hmm. Before my name was Desi Does It on social media, it was Desi is Dope. Mm-hmm. And when I wanted to do like a little internal rebrand, I was like, I want a name that I could do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be put in a box. I don't want to be a hair influencer or a fashion right. girl or For whatever. Sure. Like Desi Does It could be a DJ. Mm-hmm. Desi Does It could be an author. You make, you make playlists. I can literally, yeah, I have a ton.
0: Yo, you gotta send me some shit. I
1: have a ton of playlists because R
0: and B is what I listen to like recreationally. Like. Yeah. Because I'm in the club amongst straight like madness that like yeah my piece is expensive like I need you know
1: so maybe but. maybe if you ask me next year what do I do for fun DJing will be for bro, fun I'll put but you
0: on bro I, I also
1: you. like I also low key want a hobby that I don't make money off of you know because one thing about me... then you will
0: make money off of it one
1: thing about me I can keep a job or like five jobs at once mm-hmm. I know how to make money just. Doesn't right. no matter what I'm doing, I can find right. a way to make money. And sometimes I feel like I just need a hobby that gets me away from the social media, gets me away from. That's what
0: this is, bro. Everything, you Everyone's know. Everyone's like, "Yo, what are you gonna? What's the plan for the podcast?" I'm like, "Bro, I just want to be away from a screen, and I like talking to people, bro. Yeah. And and wh- whatever comes of this, because that's what happened in in." In my DJ career, mm-hmm. like I, I was in music and DJing just because I love it. Yeah. And then the money will come. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if you start to think of like, what's the goal and the plan and just do what you love, bro, yeah. and and do it with a passion. And and then before you know it, you're going to look up five years are going to go by, 10 years are going to go by and you'll be like, oh shit, I'm making money from this. Mm-hmm. And I don't even realize it, you know?
1: Yeah. Like I grew up with my dad crates and crates and crates of records. Wow. So for me, that's He was a always, DJ or he was- Yeah, he was a DJ in New York. Mm. um so that's what what did he play? like
0: on. soul music like those he old...
1: played a lot of freestyle oh yeah like that, shit. that that's style fire. so a lot of freestyle a lot of spanish music um but yeah i think i was always just raised like that and i'm like man that would be great for me to learn
0: your freestyle music is it's i mean it's super it's super. It's like,
1: it's, like a, a lost art like, it's you like you a, don't a, hear it the thing anymore. is <laughs> even when
0: it was popping it was only like a new york mm-hmm. miami thing really you yeah. know it was like a puerto rican vibe mm-hmm. you know like but, yeah, you don't really get that a lot. My, my freestyle crates dope. Like, DJ Laz and, like, the old Miami dudes, like, they yeah. would, bro, they, they would play freestyle crazy. And yeah,
1: like, that was one of the things when I moved to uh, Florida from my, or from New York, and I would hear sometimes, I was like, they play freestyle here on the radio? I'm like, yeah. y'all know what freestyle is? <laughs> yeah,
0: bro. That shit is. What's your favorite freestyle song?
1: <sighs> Maybe, like, Spring Love, Stevie B, Dream Boy, Dream Girl, you know. Class. yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: um yeah stevie b definitely
0: i want to sure. be the one stevie bro i want
1: to be the one yes,
0: love i love that song i want to sa- someone tried to sample that some of those records need to get sampled yeah and like resung like re- revisited and that would be fire bro <laughs> and they
1: always seem to do like those freestyle concerts like bro i was just randomly. about to bring it up have you been there <laughs> i have bro they're I'm like old as shit like singing for the free- youngest person there for sure
0: bro it's like i saw who was it like cynthia i think i saw mm-hmm. it was like, i was like bro she's like yeah. 50 already like
1: But that's Um. that's also why I feel like I gravitate towards R and B because even though R and B is not like it was back in the day, you can still hear good voices, and I feel like that takes something, right? (laughs) At least rather than like in rap, like right, and they could could play
0: like it doesn't require them to dance or like do youth. They you could you could recreate. The your music that you did at an older age and mm-hmm. you won't really notice too much of a different, you know?
1: And it like, just R&B truly is classic. Like, I listen to Maxwell's first album all the time. Like, I'm going to see him in concert in like two months when he comes down all here. Right. And I'm just like, for me, that's an album that's been out since... When I was born, yeah. if anything, you know, and I could still just listen to it over and over. How did you
0: feel about Mary J's performance on Super Bowl? I thought she did pretty good.
1: I was hyped because I'm from Yonkers yeah. and Mary J and her sister used to babysit my mom. So oh, shit. I was like, I was very yeah. hyped.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was fire. Yeah. Um, Plug your social media, first of all, and all your...
1: Yeah, so I'm not necessarily working on anything specific. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just working on my own content, like... Again, I mentioned a lot of people always want to hire me to do their social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I would rather just focus on my own stuff right mm-hmm. now. So, yeah, I'm Desi it on all platforms. And I really just try to make content that can yeah. help someone in some way, shape, or so, form. <laughs> let's
0: do a quick, like, two-minute drill. So, I'm going to ask you, like, rapid questions. Oh, and um, don't worry. We'll we'll keep it PG. Um, okay, let's see. Mm-mm. Bad. Let me find this. Um, okay. Uh, red wine or white wine?
1: White. Rose, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, tequila or Hennessy?
1: Tequila. Now, but the old me would have said. Oh, the,
0: the club play. The, yeah, he, the, tree, the, of the club dream that Hennessy. henny was a oh, oh my god. god. Double cup. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shower or bath. Bath. Lipstick or lip gloss? Gloss. Ashanti or Aaliyah? Aaliyah. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Short nails or long nails? Long. Bad Bunny or Ozuna? Oh, that's
1: so hard. Uh, I'll go with Bad Bunny.
0: You gonna go to the concert?
1: Um, one, one way or yeah. another, I'm gonna be in yeah. there. I don't yeah. know how yet, but Those I'll be there. Those tickets
0: are like crack. App- appetizer or dessert? Dessert. Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert love or money
1: <laughs> love or money in one sense uh, I guess love
0: uh um <laughs> fashion or music music beamer or benz Benz condo or house
1: right now, I say condo to be honest, really, yeah, you think
0: I, like. Everyone like would be like, yo, you can't raise a kid in a condo. Like, you should live out west, like yeah. like Doral, Pines area, yeah. and 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 have a yard and shit. And I, but I met a girl the other day that was raised in Brickell.
1: That's like crazy. she's
0: from Brickell. Like you grew up in the build. <laughs> she grew up in the building in Brickell for thirty years. That's like,
1: so crazy. I think I, I own a townhouse, so mm-hmm. I kind of have like a middle ground in a sense. Yeah, in Broward or um in Broward, yeah, oh, okay. in Miramar, and so I think like. They say you can't raise a family, but I I could raise in a a, townhouse. I think
0: you could, but I'm saying a building. Like, I'm like
1: in a condo. Like, I could still have a baby up until five years old. Like, I don't really need a whole house for a baby.
0: Right, but why? Because I think like New Yorkers live in big ass buildings with lobbies and shit. So why can't you raise like a kid in this building? You know what I mean? Like, why?
1: Yes, home ownership is great, but there's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, bro.
0: Yeah, it's a fact. Um, skiing in Aspen or parasailing in Puerto Rico.
1: I'll say skiing in Aspen because I haven't been to Aspen.
0: Would you rather do the laundry or the dishes? Dishes. Order in or eat out? Eat out. Series or movie? Series. Marriage with no kids or kids with no marriage?
1: Kids with no marriage.
0: Girls are like into that now. I feel like girls just want to have kids that like and they don't even care about the dude. They're just like Yeah. I mean, I I've heard women say that, like, "I'll just I just want to I don't even want a man. I just want to raise them single." Like,
1: for me personally, I never wanted marriage until I met my partner, mm-hmm. but even then, like and he knows this, I never believed in one person for you for your whole life. Like I don't think that there's one person that's oh, satisfied. Now,
0: this is a topic <laughs> we just opened up. So you don't believe in monogamy? I do. Okay.
1: But I don't also So, like, what I believe in is that it's no one is ever going to be anything. And whether you're in a monogamous relationship or not, you kind of know that. You know, you can ask a couple that fully believes in monogamy, does your partner satisfy every single thing? And if they say yes, they're fucking lying.
0: Yes. See, okay, this is a great because, like, because I feel like we're lying. That's one of the issues that we're lying to women. I mean to when men, women and men yeah. but mostly women thinking that life is going to be a disney fairy tale prince charming mm-hmm. is going to just but but then you bring that up to where like one person is not going to satisfy every single need that you have you know what i, I mean like,
1: everyone knows that it's like, everyone knows this, but no one ever Wants talks really, about uh, it or like, like admit it. Like really, yeah, And I think that's- But men
0: admit it. But to hear a, a female admit it is, is interesting.
1: I mean, I, f- I feel the opposite. I never hear men talk about it, but I hear more women talk about it, if anything. Really? hmm
0: So women are of the belief that they can't- no, nah, because I, I would think that most women just want the one. Maybe
1: they they want the one. Everyone might want. Wanting is one thing. The reality of can one person give you every single thing that you want is just not true. You know in some way, shape, or form that a relationship is compromise, right? Right. Compromise is at some point giving up something that you want to compromise with the other person. Okay, so I have a
0: question. Can you lay out maybe five categories of the things that you would need from... Each man, I guess you would say, or like what, what...
1: I think not necessarily each man, but like say, say you're in a relationship, for example, my love of music, right? Mm-hmm. Say you're in a relationship with someone that gives you everything that you want, but they don't have a love of music like you do. Mm-hmm. Are you not going to be with them? So They gave you great sex. They support you. Right. They do everything great with your family. Are you right. not going to be with them? Because they kind of don't fulfill. But for me, music is a huge part of my life.
0: Right. That has so, to be, there has to be a connection musically.
1: So even if it's not sexually, mm-hmm. but if there was not a man that I do connect with on music, is that wrong? Is, that, is sharing music in some way, shape, or form not a form of intimacy? Like, right. That's what I'm saying. One person is not going to give you everything you want and it doesn't always have to be about sex. It could be just about things within your personality that but you don't connect that, with.
0: Wouldn't that, with that, that connection person. through music eventually trigger like... A sexual thing, like what if it's someone that you know what I mean, like it that because it's intimate, like yeah, you said yeah. at the end of the day.
1: It could, but then it couldn't. You could see other aspects in them where you're like, "What if that's a deadbeat father?" And you're like, "I would never yeah. have anything with that person." But we so vibe that, with that, our music, you that, know, like that's So that, that's
0: good. why I asked you to say because, like, okay, so to say this, so okay, so there's the music category that needs to be fulfilled, right? Mm-hmm. There's the sex category that needs to be fulfilled. What other categories need to be fulfilled? Like,
1: I think the way that I think and then, of it. Uh, Okay, cool. Is in relationships, we don't really think about it, but we always want opposites. We want someone that's going to give us security, but we want someone that's going to do exciting things with us. We want someone that could be serious, but we want someone that's going to have personality and be fun. So like, how is it that you want all these different things right. for one person? And you have to say, if you don't give me, if you do X, Y, and Z for me, I love you. But if you do one thing outside of that line, I don't love you. Is that what love is? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. to me and to me and my boyfriend, we have grown with each other. We were childhood friends. Mm-hmm. So we have grown with each other. And when he grows, then I got to meet him and love him there. When right. I grow, he has to meet me and love me there. Right. I'm not saying I'm loving you for who you are right now. And the minute you change, I don't love you anymore. Right. That to me is love, mm. you know? And so I think that a lot of people have the mentality now where they're like, They'll be with someone for a long time. Like, oh, you changed. Should, doesn't everybody change? Right. Like, right, right. Isn't that what we're supposed to do as humans—is right. evolve and grow? So, right. That's kind of where my thought process of monogamy comes from. Is because yes, I do believe you can have one partner for life. Mm-hmm. I don't think one person is going to satisfy your every need for your right. life. Right. So my question
0: is, if you have these different people these different people to supply different needs, mm-hmm. which one do you go to to procreate with?
1: maybe the one that can show you that that's what they're going to be good at, you know, like the person. So is it,
0: is it the one, because this is interesting now, because most women are chasing, whether the alpha male, they're attracted, they want that top 15% of men, right? And that top 15% of men are, are getting most of the women, right? Mm-hmm. what What is it about... So in, it, would you rather procreate with the person who... And, and a lot of times that alpha male may not be a good father. And yeah. I think we've seen that before. Oh, Women yeah. go right for the, uh, the male who's yeah. not. So do you procreate and get the seed the seed of like <laughs> the alpha male who yeah. turns you on that? And then what you, 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 you go to the other guy to raise him? That's almost like it, a cut cold type no, thing. Like a I weird,
1: think, I think it depends on like what your true needs are. Like for me, I know when it comes to me having a, a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, I want someone that is present. I want someone that's gonna be there and like have emotional intelligence. So you
0: want the person who has your kid to also be the the, the father of the kid, like the main yeah. person you're with.
1: Yeah, and I think I've seen that in like conversations that I've had with people. You can have a primary partner where that's your person that you you technically marry, you have your baby with, you raise your kid with and then maybe they have other partners for other different things and that's not to say that other partners are sexual or that's not even to say that I do that cuz i'm that, that's right. not even my, my right, exact right, situation right. but i just think that i've read a lot of books and like podcasts on it and like back in the day they say like it takes a village
0: right yeah tribe yeah but you, like
1: now we want one person to be our village and to me that just never made sense right you know right
0: right it makes sense. and, and see i mean i mean To be transparent with you, personally, for me, I'm in a position where I want to have kids like really, really bad right now. And I am a man who worked his way to be able to have options. Like, So my dating pool is, I go on a lot of dates and I'm constantly screening women to see, you know what I mean? But my list is... maybe because I'm like, I want to find the one Mm -hmm. and and like we just discussed, maybe maybe the the one, one. there's no such thing as the one because at the end of the day, I'm in a position to now where it's like, okay, there's got to be sexual chemistry Mm -hmm. and then with that just alone entails so many different things within that. Then, there, we got to be able to talk and have a conversation, right? Then I've made it like, you know, like I've spent the last six years of my life like becoming fluent in Spanish. So like she got to be Latina and she's got to be able to speak to me in Spanish. Like that's important to me. Yeah. Then you have the musical connection, which is super important to me too. Then you have, um, you know, are you going to be a good mom? Like are you are mm-hmm. you going to raise my, you know, did you come from a good family, you know? Yeah. Are you are you inspired by art and like moved by literature like by with words and the way I am with words so like, and
1: like say you met someone that had everything but the literature part is that not good enough to have a baby with right right know? so and then like, it's like there's, it there's
0: have... a girl who I'm cool with and we talk a lot but she's not she's not latina so it's like mm-hmm. damn I go on a date with her and I don't want to like I'm I'm over like I'm 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 I don't want to like lead women on. I've never yeah. really done that. I've, I will tell you the harsh truth over a comforting yeah. lie all day. So I come to the point where it's like I don't I could sleep with her, but I don't even want to sleep with her because I don't want to be an asshole. Because I'm going into it knowing that it's not going to be anything outside of that. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I think just having the mindset of like not no one is going to satisfy all your needs takes off so much pressure.
0: No, it doesn't because Because, how do you pick one? Not only that, who's who's gonna be the mother of my child? That's
1: not only that. You find someone that fits all your needs. Just like we said about change and growth, you're gonna grow, and you might find another thing that you're super passionate about that that person may not satisfy. So then what? What are you supposed to do? Like, I just think that if you find someone that has the foundations, like, do they respect you? if it comes to having Mm -hmm. kids like is that going to be an active mother do you share the same values the same like core values you know Mm -hmm. i think things like so like so like
0: right so like if she's could be a good mom and then i like to dance i like to go to tipico and dance dance salsa bachata like but she doesn't do that and then if i go out with another girl that does that it would be wise for her to like accept that
1: so for example but like, i think a
0: man is going to try to sleep with that other girl i, I don't think maybe I mean, yeah. yeah
1: but like for example my boyfriend when we had went to puerto rico he's not a dancer mm-hmm. you know and he was like does go dance with other people like please and i was like no 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 it's okay and he's like please dance like we're here at this nice ass like fire club everyone's mm-hmm. like salseros in there mm-hmm. and he's like go so it's not about finding the partner that has to do everything, but are they comfortable with you still exploring those sides of yourself that they maybe can't fulfill? You know?
0: Yeah, but Des, I don't. I think 90% of women don't think like this. Like they're not gonna be the one that yeah. like the opposite. Like, yeah. are you gonna be the one? Hey, go. I mean, man, you will. Like, go mm-hmm. dance with her. Like, if the if the positions were flipped, right? Yeah. But a lot of women, like you see someone dancing intimately with your man or your girl, you know, it's gonna. I just
1: think it's all about, you would be surprised how many women have started to change their mindset, especially the later into the dating game that they get, because they're also starting to realize maybe I'm not going to find the person. This
0: this Disney fairy tale doesn't exist that I want. Like,
1: you know, so as long as you're giving me the foundations of the things that I need in a relationship, then we can figure out the rest. And I think that's what partnership is. That's what love is. It's I'm not saying I I love you right now. I'm going to love you for whatever you decide to change and grow into Mm -hmm. as long as our foundations is still set.
0: Okay, so I have a question. There's a guy's dating two girls, Brenda and Amanda. He told Brenda that there's Amanda, Mm -hmm. but told Amanda that she's the only one. Mm -hmm. Who does he love more?
1: That's not really like a fair question. What do you mean? I don't think it's who he loves more because... Despite what many people think, I think you can love someone and still lie, like as fucked up as it sounds. I just right. think. That, I mean, the I've case. said this
0: before, but in some cultures, uh, the concept of deception and lying, if you're protecting someone with the lie, yeah, it's not considered it's like, lying. It's
1: like, I'm protecting you, so I love you, but I just think that's full of shit.
0: <laughs> so you would rather know a harsh truth than to be protected with a comforting yeah. lie?
1: Yeah. Or that's just, right. I mean, it also depends, right? Like for me, if, if I were to be in an open re- relationship, I don't need to know nothing.
0: Okay, so you would. Don't were, tell me nothing. Okay, yeah.
1: But that's because I'm saying that. Gotcha. You know, it's, it depends on the person that you're dealing with. For me, as long as our relationship is good, our household is good, you're yeah. there for me when I need you and you're right. not running off, I don't, I don't care to know anything. Just
0: go to Columbia once a year for your birthday. Have fun, <laughs> yo! I need Adios. to find yo. Someone clone yo. Des, if you got any friends, you let me know. You know what I mean? Like, where do, where, I don't know. I need to whatever you guys have your meetings and shit. Like, I let think, me know. Your
1: I've also been in a relationship. we been with my partner for around eleven. years. That's crazy. Eleven that's years, crazy. So
0: 11 years. That's, like,
1: and we're not even married. So I think a lot of people aren't even at like marriages for eleven years. My age, at least, you know.
0: I mean, it might be safe to say since you've been with that, your partner for eleven years that you're probably gonna be part of his life forever right yeah like
1: yeah yeah but like I think because we've been together that long I am in no rush to get married we talk we talk about it all the time like I'm like I'm with you like we're we're together so you know it it takes back to what I said taking a lot of that like expectation and that like just heaviness off and the pressure off it's just you get to actually enjoy your relationship when you take the pressure out of shit, you can really enjoy. Just
0: So what do you tell women? Like, what advice do you have for women? Like, as far as, like, you know, like.
1: I, it's hard for me to give advice because I have a unicorn, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, like, that's like, what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: I'm here, like, yo, I'm listening to you speak. I'm like, bro,
1: like, if you put,
0: like, a another Dominican girl right next to you, bro, like, your shit is not going to go well.
1: But you know what? Like, even with my girlfriends, we've had this conversation and, like, the first time that I've discussed something like this, they'd be like, oh, I could never do that. Like, I'm crazy or whatever. Like, I could never be in an open relationship or anything like that. And then later on, they'll come back to me and they'll be like, so Desi, like, what was that book that you read? <laughs> like, this thing? Like, it kind of sounds interesting. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Interesting, you know? That's fun. I'm, I think my advice is just determine the things that you can't teach someone and that, like, you can't mold them into, in a sense, right? Like,
0: ooh, you use the mold word. Mold. I say you got to manipulate women before someone else does, <laughs> oh or else her girls are gonna manipulate her. You got to manipulate it, her because her girls are gonna manipulate. Her. Like, you got to do it first.
1: But for example, like when it comes to like what can you teach someone? You can maybe teach someone to be more spontaneous. You can teach them to plan things or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't teach them how to like make you laugh right like Mm. how to have like good funny conversations okay so my
0: question to okay so my question to you is can you teach the sexual aspect of a relationship
1: yes and no i think and i feel like that's my answer for everything and i'm not going that type of person which is interesting um i think because
0: a lot of people say yes and i think no
1: i used to think no and then Just going through, I've I've been to almost every type of therapy. I've been to Mm -hmm. regular therapy, sex therapy, Mm because I'm just very interested in just being better as a person um, and learning whatever it is I can learn. There are a lot of tactical things when it comes to sex that people can truly learn. I agree the tactical
0: things, the technical things, I agree.
1: But sometimes it's things within yourself That like maybe as a woman you're not connecting with this person, but reality you have some things that you gotta work through to allow that connection. So it may take work, but
0: See, my thing is a big part of a big part of sex is passion. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you can't teach someone to be passionate. You can't teach someone to like that that electricity you get you get it with some people some people you don't get that electricity and yeah. some people just don't have that like passion that like t- and I feel like you can't teach that a lot of people like you could teach them in that. I'm like no if I kiss her and, and I don't yeah. feel that electricity I can't teach her to give me that electricity yeah know?
1: so then for if that's the non-negotiable for you like I need to be someone that I have that electricity with yeah. then you know that's your non-negotiable but then what happens when that fades out which sometimes it does what happens when, no. you know... I think
0: if a woman is orgasmic, she's going to be... That's a trait that she has. She's always yeah, going like, to be orgasmic.
1: But maybe like maybe women- she's always going to be orgasmic, but she may go through phases where she's not. Like, say, for example, you guys have a baby together and she has postpartum depression and that shit mm. lasts for a year. Mm. Are you not riding with her throughout that year because she hasn't had that spark and that passion? No, I'm riding.
0: No, I'm definitely riding with her. No, if she had the passion before, I'm, no, I'm not riding. Like,
1: but that's a lot of men think that they're like, I need to find a girl that does this thing for me. And I'm right like, right now, you're... right now. And I'm like, that's great. And that's probably gonna entertain you, but you're probably gonna go through times where that shit might not be around for a minute, you know, and you have to be prepared. Am I willing to love this person through that without that passion? So say you settle or not, you settle, say you choose the person with the most passion, but then doesn't have those other foundation things that you need when that passion is gone, even if it's momentarily, are you happy with what else they got?
0: Right. It's, it gets complicated. That's why it's like, I think I'm just going to have to be single. <laughs> you know, like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. I, you know, and now these girls, these young girls are openly bisexual. So like, like these girls are like,
1: Des, I went through, I
0: went through my whole twenties, I went through my whole 20s, like, like a regular guy, and mm-hmm. then now these like, when I was twenty three, I was hooking up with twenty three year olds. When I was twenty six, I was hooking up with twenty three year olds. When I'm twenty 28, I was hooking up with twenty three year olds. Thirty, it was always a, the like the, the new twenty yeah. three year olds that just came out. These <laughs> girls that just dropped this new these new girls that just dropped this, they're openly like down to have three, like they're mm-hmm. they're because they're they're bisexual. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's cre- it's it's something I've definitely noticed. Like,
1: yeah. but I also think that comes with the realization of again, maybe not one person is going to give you everything that you want. And maybe they're finding things in women that they're like, "Hmm, if I take these pieces of the woman, these pieces of the men, I can have the ideal relationship.
0: I think it's in best guys, men, if you're listening, I think it's in your best interest to just, I mean, for me, I know that Time is on my side mm-hmm. because as time goes on, there's just going to be more like less and less like alpha men that could like <laughs> hold down a whole fort yeah. and, and, and 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 be tall and be in the gym and be fit. And these girls are going to be down to share men. I, that, I'm telling you, that's going to be the, the trend I see in five yeah. years. Like these girls are, they but would rather the share a, a popping top 15% guy than to be with a guy who's just playing Call of Duty and a beta male who makes, you yeah. can't, can't. Because women are tired of living in their masculine energy with a guy being his roommate. But when they see a guy that could handle shit, take care of shit, you know what I mean? Like, w- women would share that guy. Yeah, you know? but
1: on the flip side, a lot of men don't want to share women, which I find funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> that, that's not happening.
1: And that's the thing. It's like, you, you want to set a standard, but then you can't kind of take a dose of your own medicine.
0: No, because I'll take care of you. Like, you're going to be taken care of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you-, you
1: Like, you I, I have a guy friend, right, where he wants to have an open relationship, but just on his side. He wants to be the one to be open because he pays for the rent, and he pays for the vacations, and he pays- Well, for it's whatever,
0: it's all negotiable, right? Like, so yeah. whatever, if you don't want it, then and if it's not fair to you, then don't accept the deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. don't accept, but like-
1: But, so here's the thing. Like, she doesn't want that, so now he just cheats on her <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, what? Oh, man.
0: You should be a therapist. You thought about that?
1: I've been to enough therapy. I've learned, if, if, I, if I didn't know enough, then I would be yeah. ashamed of the amount of time I've spent.
0: Yeah, damn. Well, Des, <laughs> Great I, for everyone. I appreciate you coming through. Uh, one you. more time, plug all your social media for everybody so they can
1: Desi follow does it on all social media channels. Yeah,
0: but you got to spell it out, right? Because it's not...
1: D-E-Z. I'll do it in my best uh, Oh, yeah. Yo, we know.
0: you. I'm about to have you read like a...
1: <laughs> you can find me. On all social media platforms at Desi Does It, D-E-Z-I-D-O-E-S-I-T.